Welcome to the Midwest Film News Podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Willie. And I'm Nick. Today we're going to talk about some film news, some nerd drivel, if you will, and mm-hmm. then we're going to do a full review of Fred Decker's The Monster Squad. Is Fred Decker an okay one to say? I think so. The Fred Deckers? I think so. I think he's he's cult, got a cult following enough. To okay. Like, oh, is that what Tim called you out on? Was identifying the movie as Gary Shore? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is not Gary Shore's film. It was kind of funny. Yeah. I think it was Gary Shore's film, but that's literally his film because he's never made anything else. (laughs) (laughs) That you couldn't have been more right. That's Gary Shore's film. (laughs) No, me and Tim just laugh at that for some reason. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I do it every time because I don't. It's just like because when you say like David Fincher's, you're like, yeah, absolutely. Like David Fincher deserves to have that little placement above the title, and then like Gary Shore, you're like. Yeah, well, whatever. Uh, you can find us on uh, Twitter at MFN Podcast, also on Instagram at that uh, tag. Feedback at MidwestFilmNerds.com. Please write us, let us know what you think of the show. MidwestFilmNerds.com has all previous 97 and bonus episodes of ours along with show notes. We also have them all up on iTunes as well. We are fast approaching number 100, which we should probably do something special for. This is 98. This is 98. Oh my god. Number wow. 98. Uh, Midwest Film Nerds podcast on Facebook and Vine. Uh, maybe we'll release a Vine for episode 100 <laughs> since it's been probably 90 episodes since we've done one. Not really. But, it's been a little while. Uh, and then uh, 248-7335-MFN, which is 248-7335-636. Send us a voicemail. We want to hear from you, and maybe we'll play it on the 100th episode. How about that? You want to be on our 100th episode? Call us and congratulate us on having 100 episodes. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I like that. So, film news. We had some big comic book news all over the place. Some of it unconfirmed, some of it very confirmed. We'll start with the unconfirmed Marvel stuff to go with what we talked about last week. Robert Downey Jr. may take a prominent role in Captain America 3 to kick off a Civil War story arc. So this comes after we hear that Marvel is trying real hard to work out a deal with Sony so that they could also use Spider-Man in their cinematic universe. And uh, we also heard some rumors that possibly Avengers 3 may have very little of the current Avengers roster in it as well. Yes. Yeah, part of the rumor was that um, Spider-Man would not be Andrew Garfield. That would be... Somebody new, so essentially detaching itself from what Sony's been working on thus far. And then part of the rumor as well was that uh, I think one of the the big things was that Captain America would not have a part in Avengers three. Okay, but would return in Avengers four, I guess. Interesting. Supposedly. All right. Well, our Facebook uh, fans would have us think that everybody's clamoring for this Robert Downey yeah. Jr. being in uh, Captain America three, but I personally know that both of you are not huge fans of this idea. I love Robert Downey Jr. Um, I love Iron Man. I, I like Robert Downey. I like Iron Man because of Robert Downey Jr., which is really a testament to how much he's done with that role. And I, I think he's great. I mean, I, I would gladly watch an Iron Man four. I would. I yep. totally would. Um, I think there's still places you can take that <clears> character and things you can do with him. I guess my major issue is that if any if, if, if Captain America 2 taught us anything it's that that character can carry his own movie. Mm-hmm. I mean really carry his own movie. That's one of the best Marvel Studios movies I think that we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's on par with the Iron Man films in terms of the solo 
in terms of really capturing what that the essence of that character, it's right up there with the Iron Man. I think it's movies. probably better than the Iron it, Man. It movies. might be. I, I I think it's a better film. I can see the argument that it's not better maybe than Iron Man One or even three, I guess. But um I don't know. Anyway, it's <laughs> but it's definitely better than two. Yeah. <laughs> um I don't know. I, I it just bums me out because like first of all I don't th- it, he's gonna overshadow if he's in a major role, he's going to overshadow Chris Evans as 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 Captain America. I don't care what what you say or how the plot works. He's going to overshadow him in the eyes of people watching it, and and, and the asses <laughs> in the seats. They're going to be going like they're going to think, "Oh, Iron Man," which takes away something from Captain America. Not say it's going it's it's going to help numbers. I'm sure even more than they already. Yeah. That, that, that movie will make over a billion dollars. It is, which is great, but at the expense of <laughs> and what? that could be expressly why they're doing it. It, it probably is. But, I mean, when you when you say okay, Robert Downey Jr. is back as Iron Man, people are going to go like it's going to happen. You have a guarantee. But I think Captain America three would have had a guarantee anyway. I don't see what the I think it, it doesn't seem been, necessary yeah. to me. And I think that if you were going to add another movie to Downey's and, and supposedly this is part of the rumor, they're paying him like forty million dollars to come back for one movie plus back end. That is insanity. <laughs> that is insanity. Look, he's great. Is he worth $40 million plus percentage of the box office that could be used in other ways to benefit this this universe that, that that's rapidly growing? Eh. That's my sound effect. Eh. <laughs> I don't know. And, and I, I think it's... The second thing is I think it's too soon for the Civil War storyline. First of all, if you're, you can't do it anything like the comic books because no one's got a secret identity in the, in the cinematic universe. Name Spider. one person who's affected by. That's why they need Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but even then, so you got one guy. Like, no, and, and as as I kind of said to you, they could maybe bring the um, the Netflix shows into play. Cause, they could. You know, and like Daredevil, Matt Murdock might have a might have a secret identity. Iron Fist probably does. But, yeah, I guess it's just it. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming they they go more along lines with the angle of signing up to be a. A government stooge, as opposed to just like, you know, share your identity with us. I think that's going to be less of the talking point than and more like sign up to be a government stooge. I don't know. I just don't. It seems too soon to me. I was excited for the path that it seemed like they were heading down. Obviously, you know, we didn't know what they were heading down because it seems very different. But yeah. um, I guess I, I, I guess it's weird to, too to like add another movie in be- like before the Thanos stuff, like. How long are we going to drag out Thanos winking at the camera? By the time he comes around, I'm, I'm going to be pretty bored it with it. It sounds like it could be Avengers 4 by this point. But Which would be what year, if we had to guess? 20... 2020? 2019? We're getting, tw- getting 3 in 2018. 18? And probably 2021 would be Avengers 4. I mean, that's 4. insane. If they keep like, the pace, but... I'd, that's a long time. Nick, your thoughts, feelings, thoughts... <clears throat> Oh, Thorts. Um, I am completely opposed to this idea. Okay. It's not. It's not. Uh, upon further thinking, it's not even that I don't like it. It's that I'm 100% in opposition of it. I think Willie already highlighted pretty much all the reasons. I just think I feel a little more strongly about them. I'm less open to it. Um, I'm also really leery of what they're saying. I mean, if we're going to treat it all as rumor, which it, which it is. Still, it is. Yeah. The rumor is that the reason that this is happening is because they said, Hey, Donnie, we want you to appear in this movie a little bit. Yeah. And he said, no, I'm not going to be in it a little bit. I'm going to be in it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like my movie. Essentially. It's going to be me and Chris. And then the head of Disney was like, we're, we're writing you out. And then yes. Kevin Feige apparently 
was working with Downey Jr. And to Jr. me, that's the most alarming thing of all, because now Marvel Studios is being run by Robert Downey Jr. I know, it feels like it. Which a is bit. a huge problem. He's been appointed the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. Which, which <laughs> to me, in terms of like behind-the-scenes stuff, doesn't it feel like the exact opposite of where they were headed? I mean, they... They just put out Guardians, which proves that they can do so much more than beyond, well beyond what they're doing with Avengers. Unless, unless Marvel has the coolest plan ever for Civil War, then I don't know what they're doing. It feels like backwards move, movement to me. Because kind of. Guardians crushed it, and so they showed they can take arguably one of their weirdest properties and make it, make work, it work and make people like it. Captain America 2 did phenomenally well, critically and, and box office-wise. Chris Evans has got this. Like... Captain cool. America 3, I was really excited to see where that was going to go at the end of Captain America 2. I don't give a shit where Robert Downey Jr. is going after Iron Man 3. I'm like, you know what? He's done. It's great. Like, he's his story is pretty closed off there, and he's going to be in Avengers, and he's going to be like, that's fine. Let Downey show up and be on set for 30 minutes for Avengers and, and get his money. But that character, I think, has run his course. And it's really bizarre, too, because like we said also, Downey just had that interview where he said you have to ask yourself, when are people going to get tired of this character? When are they going to start to get sick of this character? And the other thing is, if you're going to do Civil War, if you're going to adapt Civil War like relatively as is, you're going you're gonna to make Iron Man into a villain, essentially. Mm-hmm. Do people really want to go to the movies to root against Robert Downey Jr.? Like, is that what we want to do for that character? That I think if Marvel could make it happen... That'd be really, really interesting and compelling. I don't and think Marvel's capable of going this deep, though, with their characters. I don't know. They've done they've done exceptionally well at lighter, more more popcorn fare. I think. But the okay. But here's the thing about Civil War is that it's not it's not complete demonization. I mean, it is from the standpoint that yeah, if you if you side with Cap, then you believe that they have a right to their secret identities, but. Maybe the fact that Robert Downey Jr. is so sympathetic in this case, too, just means that it's going to be a really, really, really good comic. Well, that's, that's the thing is, if, like, like Nick said, if they go directly from the comics, which I'm sure they probably won't, but if they did, there's some stuff that he, there's some decisions that are made by, you can't by Tony Stark Man in the comics. You that are really, 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 really bad. I mean, like... He's a bad guy in the comics. He, he kind of right. is. I mean, just purely because of... I mean, he doesn't he, really he starts off with good intentions, but the means... He devolves into, yes. which a lot of people was a huge complaint from a lot of people about the comics. I, I totally understand it. So if, for the movies, but, if they were going to strike a, a more even balance between like, you know, the two parties yeah, right to where you are actually torn as a viewer, it could be good. But I just I I'm ready for for the Marvel movies to kind of come up with their own stuff. You know, but then you got to be careful with that too, with striking the balance between like trying to find that you know which side is right thing because. This is still a Captain America movie. I don't want to be rooting for Iron Man. I don't want people yeah. rooting for Iron Man in a Captain America movie. Well, yeah, unless they're on the same team. I think, I think ultimately Cap's position would win through. I think they would uh, stick with that's that. That's what's a little unclear, too, is is if I, if Captain America 3 is kicking off Civil War, what is Civil, is Civil War going to be Avengers 3? That sounds like that's, that's the plan. That's what it sounds like. But then if, if, if Civil War is Avengers... See, there, there's some... And, and I'm almost not certain that this is all legit. This... this this because it seems so backwards. Like I think, it, I, honestly, my real feeling about it is that this could be something that Downey PR put out, and that people are basically just like, "Hey, look, the public really wants this because everybody who responded to our status except for Gojo was like, yes, I want to see this.' 
Everybody. Which, which, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion. I'm not going to take No, and we're not, we're not putting, like, anybody, like, yeah. I honestly, I'm still intrigued by it, but I think it's really, really strange, and it's, it, it disrupts everything that we've seen them do thus far, as you've said before, as we've said today, but. For me, it, for, to me personally, it kind of breaks my heart a little bit, because it's like, I don't, I don't know. I guess I just, I guess, as much as I love seeing these characters on screen and seeing these actors in these roles, I guess I was looking forward to the, the three-phase thing that was going to set these characters on the journey. It would be finished by Avengers 3, and by that point, you have new guys prepped to come in and kind of become the next wave. Yeah. Now it seems like we're dragging this on and taking this really weird... Like we're like veering off the, the path into this really strange choice. I mean, and, and they're doing this after like the S.H.I.E.L.D. element has been taken away from... The MCU too, like she, like if, if Shield was still around, it would make a lot more sense to me. But like, so what? We're gonna have another Big Brother government organization that's going to try and start the Superhuman Registration Act? Yeah. Like, then why did you get rid of Shield? Like, like it doesn't that, make that, sense. That, I mean that. I mean that. It almost kind of lines up because okay, Shield's not there to be the interface between the Avengers and the government anymore. Sure, they're like, bam, we need to do something <clears throat> about this. Some idiot on Capitol Hill's like. Yeah, sure. No, oh my it, God, but you, you can totally you can totally write that. I mean, it, it's 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 doable. I guess I'm just like, but it feels like they hamstring the whole point it, of, and it's gonna feel like a retread in, in the sense of okay, so Captain America's on the run from the government again. <laughs> Didn't we do that for two and a half hours the last movie? <laughs> no, it, it, it just I but don't. Willie, that movie made seven hundred million dollars. We should do it again. Well, they've never been one to do I'm that. Just kidding. So I I don't know. I just I so there's something wrong here, and I don't know if it's. We're getting bits of truth mixed with speculation that's being passed off as true. That's my theory, is that whoever wrote this, I don't know who, uh, probably heard some bits and was able to fill in with some speculation and then kind of threw it all out there, and now people are assuming it's all... I don't know. I'm not necessarily too bent out of shape, but the notion of maybe doing Civil War, but it's the whole Captain America thing, Captain America 3 that really bothers me. It shouldn't be Captain America 3. Because we That's... we had a movie that was setting the stage for Avengers, and it was Iron Man 2, and it was shit. So, yeah, no, Captain America 3 should be Captain America 3. If mm-hmm. you want to do Civil War, just do it. Like, well, just, and, just make that movie. But and I was excited by the storylines that were brought up in Captain America 2. Like the, yeah. I, I, I'm excited to see the, the plot threads that were not tied up finish. Yeah. Where does that leave Crossbones? Where does that leave Bucky. The Search for Bucky? Where does that leave the blossoming relationship between Falcon and Captain America? Where does that leave the relationship between Agent 33 and Captain America? These are all things that, are they, I mean, are they there? Are they putting it on hold? I, I, I would think they need to be, unless they're going to tie up those threads off screen between movies. Oh, which would be horrible. And it, but the other thing, like this, like totally, if we're going to see Thanos in Avengers 4, then it feels like they're really derailing, like... Well, I think people. Before. Yeah. I think they should, and and again, you know, they may have some awesome stuff stewing that we just don't know about. It's pretty likely, but I think people like in regards to our Facebook barometer there of do you want to see Downey? I think people should think really about what do you really want to see? Like, do you? Because I'm, I'm sure after Pirates of the Caribbean two, people are like, yeah, we want to see him back. And then Pirates of the Caribbean three, some people are like, yeah, and then they see four, and they're like, oh, dude, is be careful what you wish for. I think is kind of what I'm trying to say, like. I would love to see Donnie's Iron Man go down in, in movie legend as like a great character with a great run who you people were like, that was a great time before you're like, man, he really wore out his welcome. Like it may seem like a great idea, you might get excited. I mean there are there are certain like if if you had polled me on Facebook and said, Would you like to see Christian Bale come back as Batman? I probably would have been like, Hell yes, but would it be a good idea for the studio, for Christian Bale, for the property? Probably not. 
Like, he had his, his moment in the sun, and, and it was great. And so I think, I mean, a big question that we could get into in a whole other discussion is, is when is the superhero movie bubble going to burst? We can talk and, about and that how, in the next story. And how long, well, how long <laughs> does Marvel think that Marvel Studios is going to be a viable movie studio? In 2023, are people still going to want to see Avengers movies? And if they don't, is it because you ran way too long with the same stuff? Did you not refresh enough to keep? On it the other hand, it's they've, they've been doing it with comics for years. <clears throat> True, they lose they lose audience on one end who's seen it way too much, and they pick it up with the new crowd that's true. right in the beginning. That's true. So they, they have modeled themselves after the comics. It's books, a it's a different bit, medium but, though, for sure. But you maybe can. maybe we're getting to the point where Marvel movies aren't going to be made for us anymore. They're made for the people who put Avengers over a billion dollars. They're made for the people that put Guardians at six hundred million dollars. Well, there. what I'm saying is. I think they should be wary of drawing out the same actors, the same characters, yeah. the same plot lines for too long because we are going to age out. I even said it in the group text the other day when I was criticizing uh, this whole thing and I said, you know, by the time these come out, am I even going to care? Yeah. And I think it's an important thing for Marvel to think about. You know, you're, you're totally. planning all this stuff and I think that they might start to feel the age. I mean, if, if Avengers 4 or whatever doesn't come out until 20, Donnie's going to be like 53 years old. Do we want to see that? See, and we need we need to move on to yeah. the next story. The only other thing that I wanted to say, I was like, maybe this is reactionary. Like, they know that they're not going to get Chris <clears> Evans <throat> pretty much after Avengers 2. Mm-hmm. Or th- uh, after Cap 3. He's not signed on for Avengers 3 yet. Yeah, yeah. He's, I don't think so. He's six movies. Really? Yeah. Alright, so Avengers 3, then he's he's done. He's said he doesn't want... He's yeah, and he's going to take his money and move to direct. Which is the way to go. That's what he wants to do. Maybe this is... It's been this weird road of lessons. Like, Cap 2 shows that they don't need Iron Man. Guardians shows that they can slap Marvel. <laughs> they, yeah, they don't need anybody. And I feel like Robert Downey Jr. learned, like, holy crap. That's like when he started softening on Iron Man 4 of like, mm-hmm. I'm never going to do this. And he realizes that, oh, they don't need me. I totally want to see a Mel Gibson Iron Man 4, by the way. <laughs> I'm totally done. That's, if, that, that intrigued me. If Mel directed Iron Man 4, that would probably be... I don't even know what that movie would be. <laughs> I was interested. Iron Man against the Jewish people. <laughs> um, so, our next movie story here. DC has announced release dates and more for its films through 2020. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're starting with Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice in 2016. Suicide Squad, directed by David Ayer in 2016 as well. Wonder Woman starring Gal Gadot in 2017. Justice League Part 1, directed by Zack Snyder with Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, and Amy Adams reprising their roles in 2017. The Flash, starring Ezra Miller in 2018. Aquaman, starring Jason Momoa in 2018. Shazam, starring The Rock in 2019, plus whoever's going to play Shazam. Justice League Part 2, directed by Zack Snyder in 2019. Cyborg, starring Ray Fisher in 2020. And Green Lantern in 2020. That's a lot of information, boys. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's Major info dump it's on the polar opposite Thursday yeah. or whenever that was. It's the polar opposite of what most movie studios... Like, well, what Marvel's done with their movies, where they do, like... 
okay, we'll tell you a couple of the movies coming out in the next couple of years, and then we're, we're going to make you hold off for another that's, year. And... That's kind of what I said to Nick. I was like, what are they going to do when they get to 2018 and Momoa Aquaman hasn't come together the way they wanted it to, or they can't get a, it's risky. a site? Like they, I feel like the reason Marvel keeps... They announce their dates, but they keep the cards close to their chest to be like, these things can move. Kevin Feige said that in interviews before. He's like, we know what's going on right now, but these things aren't necessarily going to be true two years from now. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's strange. It's, it's an interesting way to pull this off. Like, just dump out a list of everything coming out for the next ten years, however many years. Yeah. I don't know. I, there's, some of those are exciting, I, I think. Uh, I'm excited to eventually see a Green Lantern movie that's hopefully better. <laughs> and I'm glad I'm, it's one of the last ones, isn't it? Yeah, it's the last one. I think, I think they're Six smart. Six years from now. I think they're smart about that. I think they need to wait. Quite it's a while. probably a great idea. Yeah, there'll actually be a longer gap between the two Green Lanterns than there was between uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, and Spider-Man. Yeah. So I think that's safe. Um, yeah, I you know there's some I don't care about Shazam. Eh, whatever. I'm excited to see The Rock as Black Adam. That should be kind of fun. Yeah, but I'm, Shazam's never been one that I kind of I had no real interest in. Aquaman sounds cool. I'm down. Uh, I know Nick's down <laughs> for sure. Uh, <laughs> you should see a smile right now. Truly genuine. Um... I don't know. I guess some of this isn't shocking. I mean, it, there's certainly, you know, the, like Wonder Woman, Flash. I, I guess the Flash casting is kind of like odd because I they list a director for Flash. No. So like they they're they're clearly casting without having like the or I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it, it's like it's like recruiting someone for the NFL when they're 14. Like it's <laughs> really really weird choice. Yeah. Like that kid looks like he's gonna have a great arm one day. We'll take him. Like, he's going to look like the Flash soon, don't right. we? Right. Like, what? It, or, or he'll, you know, well, keep be available. Mind, or... we've, got, we've got a Justice League in 2017. He could be in who are they, versus who, Superman. Who are they going to Hulk? Who are they going to just have in there before doing an intro? You never know. They could have Green Lantern. They could have the Flash. Probably Martian Manhunter. They could have Martian Manhunter. They could have Green Arrow if they wanted to. That's a to. bummer. Why is Martian Manhunter not on right? here? Yeah. Screw, sorry, Cyborg. I mean, I guess you don't need a Martian Manhunter movie, but then again, you don't need a Cyborg movie. A Martian Manhunter movie would be awesome. See, the DC has a good opportunity to like really get out there with some of their movies, which I think is kind of uh, telling with the inclusion of Suicide Squad like right off the bat. Like That's kind of an out-there team. Yeah, I almost know that's some, a response to Guardians. It's got it's some, kind oh, of, for sure. Yeah. I would say. I I don't know what to think about DC because they've got they've got arguably the strongest properties in all of comic books that they can adapt sure. to movies. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I wonder what's going on with who's in charge over there because some of the some of the decisions seem really weird. But the only lens we really have to hold up to it is Marvel. Mm-hmm. And I never want to say DC's copying Marvel or DC is doing what they're doing based on what Marvel does because that would be really scary. Mm-hmm. And I hope that's not what they're doing. I hope they're going, listen, these are the movies, These, you know, we have a lot of faith in this property. This is the movie we want to make now. Like, I hope they have a cool script kicking around there for Suicide Squad and they're like, we think this will do well. And maybe they, maybe they're not expecting to make Eight hundred million dollars. Maybe like if Suicide Squad brings in four hundred and fifty million, we'll be happy with it. That type of thing. That's, do, I just do you, I don't I don't I mean, know their expectations. Do you, do you announce nine movies if you're not being like, look, me too? Like I don't seriously. Know. Like I don't. I literally have no. It's my no hypothesis that, that I believe in. That is why they've done that. 
Like, I didn't even know if it, if it was real. Like, who... This is, on, this is I mean? the Wall Street Journal reporting. They, they, had the, they got the drop. That's like, weird. This is, this is real news. <laughs> and again, I, I don't know why. I really hope it's not some guy at DC whose ego is big enough that he goes, oh, well, screw Marvel. We'll just tell everyone we're making, too, and, and that'll win us some short-term trending on Facebook. Like, but does who, DC even have the... Like, they don't... I don't. I feel like Warner's got a lot of the power in this situation. Yeah, maybe. maybe. One of the things that I think is weird about announcing all the dates like this soon, or announcing all the properties this soon, is that like, all right, so Suicide Suicide Squad comes out when twenty sixteen. This yeah. comes out a few months after Batman versus Superman. All right, so less than two years from now, right? Okay, so let's say Suicide Squad does bank. Like, let's just pretend that like it's got a huge cast and everybody goes to see it because it looks amazing and it makes like. $700 million, okay? $800 million. Like, they're going to want to make a sequel. Yeah. How does that affect what's going on in 2020? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's a scary thought because yeah. what if, you know, what if that, what if some of the earlier movies make crazy money? I, I think the three of us could go to Vegas right now and bet real money that that this list will change. Oh, it's I, going to. I There's think this no. list is going to change and I would also after bet, the first four movies. I would also bet real money that I don't give a shit if it changes. Like, no. Is I, anyone I really going to be mad or make fun of WB? As long as they sure, make good they movies that make money, who cares? Like, I, I mean, somebody's going to make major fun of them if they fall flat on their faces and eight out of these nine movies don't come out. But who cares? If they, I, if I they, just... It's... it's if they put, if as long as they make, if they if they close Marvel, if they close like they're all there, if they go, you know what, fuck it, we're not making any after Batman Superman. That's ridiculous. But if they keep making movies and they're good and they make money and they're not what they said they were going to make, really, like, and that's fine. I'm totally. Who cares? I just, I think, I think, I would almost want them to do what Marvel did. I feel like they're taking a real shotgun approach. Like you said, there's no room for sequels here except for Justice League. Yeah. We're not going to get a Ben Affleck Batman, which is fine. We're not going to get another Man of Steel in six years. That's a That like, one's weird. The, the reason, Batman I get. The reason but. that Marvel worked well, because they were like, these are the four people that we can have here. We can do sequels because they know that they're going to work. We can try and work in other characters... Like, it was a very smart approach. And it's not... Like, this is... This is insane. This is <laughs> it's nuts. Not, it's not insane. It's totally insane. It's just different. It is different. Well, because I, maybe maybe they have a plan where they say, you know, we, we just don't want to make sequels. Maybe they're not going to roll the dice on sequels. Because until superhero properties came along, sequels were a roll of the dice. Sequels do not always outperform the first one. In fact, it's kind of traditional that sequels suck. Yeah. I wonder if so. Maybe they look at their properties and say, you know, we only need one Suicide Squad movie. We only need one of these. The only movies we're interested in turning into a franchise are Justice League movies. Yeah. Because maybe by 2022 they're going to reboot and then make a new Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad movie. Suicide Squad. <laughs> Suicide Squad. Maybe they're going to make a new Squad. Mr. Man Factor. I was going to say, starring Mr. Man Factor. He's here. He's here. <laughs> I mean, we, we don't know what their plan is. That's, and, that's and, really, really fair. That's totally fair. That's my point about Marvel is, is do we want to see another, do we want to see Iron Man 4 with old man Tony? Okay. Tony. Here's the thing. You're looking at it really, really, really creatively, which makes a lot of sense. And I'm <laughs> looking at it from a major business sense. 
Like, if these movies, if these characters don't make the money that they need to make, then they're not going to get to make these movies. They're not going to get to make movies anymore. Maybe that's the genius of it, though, by not announcing a Suicide Squad 2. If it tanks, they go, all right, well, that's why we're not making another one. <laughs> On to the next. I mean, we didn't say we were. That's fair, but what's what's the chance that Warner Brothers is going to be like, oh, you guys know what you're doing. Suicide Squad was horrible. Here's more money. Like, well, I think I think it's, it's, it's a partnership. Warner's has to do their part, too. They have to help make a good movie, and they have to help market it well, and... They can't play all the blame. I mean, Marvel's Marvel's business model is unprecedented, and it's a fledgling studio that is still within its first decade of operation. Mm-hmm. The the ability for them to shoot their foot off and bury the studio forever that's is still, still, still absolutely, absolutely totally. And I, Warner and Brothers not... has been around for a really long time. I think True. that we need to give them a little bit of benefit of the doubt and see what happens. I mean, no one has worse or more ridiculous or more outrageous knee-jerk reactions than nerds. Yep. And so, anytime anybody reacts really strongly to a lot of this news without giving it a couple days to really formulate an answer, I'm always like, you're being a moron. Just, <laughs> just take a deep breath and, and really... So you're telling me that I'm being a moron? No, I'm just, I'm just a blanket statement for, for all of... I mean, I fall into this... I do it all the time, too. And it's only with time and practice. Oh, I did it immediately following. It's only with, with time and practice. No, the only one I had an knee-jerk reaction to was the Flash casting. Ah. And I think that I'm pretty well-founded in that because he's gonna be he's gonna be significantly older by the time that comes out. Like, what if what, what if is my and then, and then, I, you know what? Announce all the movies Warner Brothers. That's great. Give them years. That's cool. Don't cast it. Five years out, and don't pick a director now because you never know what's going to happen. They've got Cyborg cast six years before he's yeah, well, he's in this movie. But yeah, what if he gets hit by a, uh, by a right. bus and like can't be in Cyborg twenty twenty? Like, oh, it's a weird, it's a weird. Uh, it is weird. It is weird. I, I guess what, it'll be very, very fun slash interesting to see ten years from now. <laughs> what our conversation about this? We'll is. do a retrospective. Of no, seriously, no. We were all in our late twenties, and now we're in our late thirties. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very interested to see if this wound up being like a very, very smart way to launch the the DC or, or universe, or whether they should have. We would have been better off just copying carbon. You know what I'm saying? Like carbon copy. I mean, we're, we're at an exciting point in the, in the life of superhero movies because you guys just said it the other day. I think Tim is actually the one who said it on the Dracula episode <laughs> that he's... Or no, it was, your, it was your theory that all English actors strive to play Dracula at some point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, those are classic stories that have been around for a long time. And somebody, another friend of mine was talking about comic books. We were talking about Stan Lee. And he said he's a genius because he created modern mythology, like oh, modern totally. Greek mythology. So maybe... 15, 20 years from now, these same characters are going to be the ones that actors go for. They're like, hey, I want to play Captain America at some point. I want to bring my interpretation. I want to be the next. You right. Know, and uh, I, and I, yeah. I think that that's really exciting because I'm starting to feel a little bit of the fatigue of some of these faces and some of these names. And I'm like, you know what? It's cool. Like, you guys are, you guys are good for now. But it's, I think it's time to start, start thinking about the future. And I think, and I think I they think, are. I think Marvel's original trajectory with, like, let's get Doctor Strange and Ant-Man and and Guardians into the mix and maybe make them Avengers 3. Like, I thought that was a great, really progressive idea. And I hope that, that you know, that's kind of the direction we're going. And I'm excited to see what DC does. Whether it be bad or good, I just, I'm, I'm excited to see something. Yeah. Something. So. It'll be fun. All right. I think we should move on to our full review of Fred Decker's The Monster Squad. Uh, this is starring Andre Gower, Robbie Keeger and a bunch of kids and people that you know may or may not have a Tom Noonan. Tom Noonan, of course. Yeah, baby John yes. Grice. Yeah, John, John Grice. Grice. Um, Get it. The IMDb synopsis says 
Dracula is alive. In fact, he plans to... <laughs> it's the worst synopsis. I read it like two times. Dracula is alive. In fact, he plans to rule the world, and that is why he seeks the help of other legendary monsters. However, a bunch of kids, regarded by their peers as losers, uncover the devious plan and prepare for a counter-strike. That's a really bad... It's <laughs> really goofy. Bad. It's not the worst that we've read on no, the show, no, but no. It's, it's bad. It's not good. It's pretty um, wordy. <laughs> So, Willie wanted to review Monster Squad in the middle of our review of Dracula Untold uh, the other day. This is on a... I, I've, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show before, but I've noticed I said it to Alex. This is one of those, like, dream moments for me, because basically all I want to do on the podcast is review movies I really love. <laughs> so, like, every once in a while I get to sleaze my it way lines in. Up, yeah. You know what I mean? And yep. just, like, throw one in there. So, this is... I'm knocking another one off the bucket list. All right. Yep. Yeah, so this is my first time watching Monster Squad. Nick, this was your first time watching mm-hmm. Monster Squad? Is it really? Yep. Holy shit. Yeah, I, I'd never seen it, and I remember John got it from Netflix one day, like a long time, when it was still DVD Netflix. Where is John? I thought he was coming. I, yeah, I was hoping that he would, and then, I, I don't know, he was apparently playing Destiny. John, I, was, I know right now, John, you're on PS4. <laughs> <laughs> playing Destiny. Well, I played eight hours of Destiny and didn't get to watch Monster Squad again, but I don't know, whatever. I love you anyway. What a jerk. Um... Yeah, he got it a long time ago, and I was like, how have I never... He's like, I love this movie. I was like, oh. I don't even know what this is. I've never heard of this. I don't know what's going on. So This is like a like a wearing out the VHS tape movie yeah. for me. Like, I literally wore out the tape, and, and you couldn't get it for years afterwards. Like, it, it was out of print. You could not get it. It was pre-internet. Wow. Like, you could yeah. not get the... And it broke my child heart. <laughs> and then eventually, I, I, you kinda, I kind of forgot about it a little bit, because yeah. you just... I couldn't watch it anymore. And uh, all of a sudden, there was this kind of resurgence of interest in it. And I think draft, the Alamo Draft House played it, mm-hmm. um, and like you know, people started getting interested. It got like a DVD release. It got a DVD and, release yeah. finally. Yeah. So, but it, this was a. I had a copy taped off of Sci-Fi Channel back when mm-hmm. Sci-Fi was actually spelt like Sci-Fi. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I just want to throw that out there. Well, it, was, it had here, commercials in it and everything. Go go ahead and uh, begin with your thoughts. Oh, I love Monster Squad. It's yeah. great. I think it still holds up. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's totally a product of the times. It definitely has the the early '90s kind of vibe about it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, the fashions and stuff. But I don't notice that stuff in movies. If anything, it adds to the charm of this movie. Um, I like that this movie has balls, and I just want to throw that out there, like literally and figuratively. <laughs> this movie, it's not gratuitous. It's not. Um, it, there's not a ton of profanity. There's a few things dropped here and there, but I, I feel like kids' movies nowadays don't have like balls. Like they yeah. don't. They really don't. They're they're so afraid. People are so afraid of their kids seeing anything even remotely dangerous mm-hmm. or like that. It's it just. I don't know. I I'm not going to get into that right now. But I, I <laughs> let's just say I think we're breeding a generation of kids that are all wusses. Um, and. <laughs> We need more movies like this that'll actually teach them about life. Yeah, hey, I'm trying to see what the rating was here. Do you, do you know? I believe it's PG. Yeah, that's the interesting thing is that this movie's rated PG and it's got kids swearing and all kinds of oh like, yeah, there's innuendo and things like that all over the. They place. drop some, but nothing. It's nothing that's going to scar. No, I mean, if anything, no. the scary monsters. Oh, it's, it's PG-13. It's PG. Okay, well then, still. fair enough. Um, but Which this is, is funny uh, because I don't feel like any of the kids in it are thirteen. But I know they probably couldn't go see the movie. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I I love this movie. I was um, as a kid, I really enjoyed, and I still enjoy seeing all the the great monsters of yesteryear mm-hmm. uh, coming together and uh, and uh, the battle- original the original universal the universal monsters. monsters yep, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, battling like what are essentially the Goonies. Yeah, uh, but they they share the interest that I shared as a mm-hmm. kid. I liked monster movies, and I liked uh, 
I always wanted a treehouse and a clubhouse and to go up there and draw monsters with my friends and stuff. This is awesome. Like, it totally takes me back to a simpler time. And I, I think that the effects work still holds up for the most part. I think there's some really, really cool practical Stan effects. Winston, man. Oh, my God. He just... I mean, the... the um, the creature suit is insanely cool. It's probably the coolest. Like, yeah. they had to redesign a lot of these monsters mm-hmm. because they couldn't use the exact universal monster. They had to change some things. So you can tell the creature is is different. Yeah. And the Wolfman's a little different from the Wolfman, you know. Um, but I think, like, the, the creature suit's amazing. The Wolfman suit's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. He was actually modeled after Stan Winston, by the way. So if you look at his face, you can actually see Stan Winston's face. That's awesome. Um yeah, I don't know. I, I Tom Noonan's Frankenstein makeup is really cool. Um, the whole thing is cool. Probably my favorite Dracula on screen ever. He's so awesome and mustache twirling in this movie, <laughs> and I love him. He's just kind of a dick. Like yeah. I like that about him. He's not, he's not romantic. He's not like he's not. He's really not all that smooth. Even he's just kind of an asshole. Like he he blows up their clubhouse. Uh, spoiler: He blows up a clubhouse <laughs> with dynamite. He just brings it along with him. Like, hey, I'm gonna chuck this. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if we necessarily need spoiler Terry, but okay, you well, know, fine. We'll try yeah. to keep it to he's the. He's a jerk. Yeah, and I like that about him. Yeah. Um, the kids are all really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think that. They all have kind of their own individual personalities, you know, enough. I think that with any, with each kid you can find something to kind of um, relate to, you know, yeah. somebody can find something to relate to. Rudy was always my boy. Rudy is... I wanted to be Rudy so bad when I grew up because he's so cool. He has a leather jacket and he smokes cigarettes <laughs> and he beats up bullies and he says one-liners and he kills, like, everything and I love him. Uh, so, yeah, I wanted to be Rudy when I was a kid. I don't know. I love this movie. Shane Black definitely comes through in the script. I mm-hmm. think he was probably a little bit pulled back maybe by the studio. He wasn't able to get uh, go as far as he normally can with like an R movie, but I think that's okay for this movie. Yeah. Um, you can definitely hear his voice, though. It's got that Shane Black wit, um, wit to it. And I think Fred Decker's got an eye. I mean, it's too bad to see that kind of his career just fizzled out, but <laughs> he's got. he definitely has a talent, I think. I, yeah. This... this this movie has a certain feel to it and a certain vibe to it. And it pays homage to the old stuff, but it also kind of does its own thing with it. Mm-hmm. And I, I appreciate that. I don't know. I, there's not much I don't like about this movie. So, All right. Yeah. Nick, your thoughts on Monster Squad? Um, you know, I just... I feel, I feel weird and bad because I really didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, part of it was probably the fact that I was watching it really late at night and... Just couldn't, it couldn't, but it, it just really didn't hold my attention. Okay. Um, uh, parts of it were definitely funny, like some of the kids really funny. I do, I do really appreciate and miss uh, when, like, movies had balls. Like, when kids oh, like, yeah. foul mouth sometimes. And they have a couple yeah, lines in this movie that I was like, oh man, yeah. like, there's a little kid said that. Like, that's, <laughs> that's awesome, because they don't, it doesn't happen in movies nope. anymore. Uh, some of the creatures are really cool. Some of them, I think, look really funny. Uh... I think now, because this was my first time seeing this movie, I think it suffers for that. I think mm. if I had seen it as a kid and had some nostalgia tied to it, I would like it more. I think so, too. Yeah. But viewing it the way I've seen it, the way I did now, it felt in ways like kind of a, a low-rent version of the Goonies. Mm-hmm. It says similarities. Like, some sure. of it I was kind of like, uh, I don't know. Like, that could have been the pitch for it. I was like, oh, it's Goonies with the Universal exactly, Monsters. Exactly, yeah. Boom. And, and it felt totally. that way a lot to me during the movie. But, um... I don't know. It felt it felt almost. It, it's it's really brisk. It's really short, Absolutely. and I think it may have almost been too short because I was like, I don't remember the last time 
we saw that character where like I, he's barely in the movie and like mm-hmm. I don't know just a lot of time with the monsters it's kind of like oh and it, it felt like there's like a point where the switch gets flipped and things are going mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah. It, it, like it like it hops over a step at, at one point when and then it's just that was interesting mm-hmm. but uh, it is cool it's a it's a cool uh, it's a cool idea and I've, I'm really shocked this movie hasn't been remade yet yeah <laughs> like, yeah it's uh, I think there was talk about it, for a but... remake. It didn't do that well, I don't think, when it came out originally. I don't think it, it was... It feels like a cult classic kind yeah. of movie yeah. to me, but I'll see if I can find some in, some some money data. <clears throat> it definitely feels like a movie that I probably would have thought was cool when I was a kid. Yeah, estimated $12 million budget with a gross of $3.7 million. Yeah, that's, so. that's, that's rough. Yeah. That's like, uh, is that Eddie Murphy called? That movie, Meteor Man, or something like that? No, uh, Adventures of Pluto Nash. Adventures of Pluto Nash. <laughs> Yeah, that's bad. Meteor, Meteor Man. What am I thinking Let's of? Let's make that movie. I don't know. Starring yeah. Mr. Man Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what did I say earlier? Uh, oh, squid Squad. Something about... I don't know. Squicide Squad. Squicide Squad. It's already forgotten, see? Um, until we resurrect it later. Uh, but yeah, it just... And it, I don't know. It was it was a bad movie for we, me to watch at this age because I, I was riddled with continuity errors and it was just bothering me like constantly. <laughs> Like, in one scene, they were all talking, and one character was looking, and then, like, it cut, and he was looking out the window, and then it cut, and he was looking back, and I was like, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. It was very, like, 80s. I mean, it has it has a lot of charm to it, for sure. It's mm-hmm. very, like, 80s, like, fun, fun kid thing. But, um, overall, yeah, I just didn't really, didn't really enjoy it that much. All right. I, I had fun with it, and it was really, it's interesting to me, like, Willie saying that Shane Black really shines through. It's, I, I feel like I like, I love about Shane Black what I hate about Diablo Cody. <laughs> and, uh, ah. It's, uh, I feel... Sexist you. <laughs> maybe, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, the Phoebe, the little girl, I laughed at every line. Oh, yeah. Out She's adorable. She's she amazing. She awesome. And, and you could tell that that was like, these are Shane Black's words coming out of Phoebe's mouth. But I loved every minute of yeah. it, so... Uh, you, you know, maybe maybe it's okay when the kids are elevated by the 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 writer, but maybe it's not so good when all of the adults in, say, Juno are brought down to the level of the angsty okay. twenty thirty something writer who's who doesn't like they have that quick wit and everybody sounds like Juno does. Well, it depends. Yeah, and it depends on the age of the characters because if little little kids say some hysterical shit like yeah. that, where they talk like adults, oh, totally. and they don't know it. And if you have a teenage character who sounds way too hard like they're trying to be an adult it's yeah. just rating and you're like yeah. shut up because you don't know what you're talking about yeah. as a kid when it's little kids you're like oh it's yeah because sometimes they just say stuff where you're like well, it's the, it's what did you just say they're emulating the adults yes, right, right. Just... like when she calls him chicken shit it's really funny oh, yeah. it's, like, awesome. it's hilarious yeah. she probably heard yeah like a grown up say or, that well probably her older brother yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, she was hilarious. She was yeah, she's, she's she was adorable. she was fantastic and her kind of bonding with Frankenstein was Frankenstein's monster was amazing. That always tugs at my heartstrings for some reason. I think it's it the, was, the little theme, the musical theme that plays with those two. I don't yeah. know, I love it. And you've never seen Frankenstein. No. So you there's yeah, there's yeah. an actual connection there between actual Frankenstein yeah. and that, which is which is cool. Very, very cool. It's oh, kind of a spin a, on yeah. on one of the really interesting scenes from the book. I love the German guy's obsession with uh pie. Yeah. He talked about pie a lot. The scary German guy's amazing. Yeah, like, he's he's really good. good. He was good. Um, uh, Van Helsing should have been in the movie throughout because when he just shows up, and he like, up. yeah, I know. I was yeah. like, okay, <laughs> that's awesome. Yes. Where, where were you? He should have shown up like Van Pelt from Jumanji. Where he just shows up with his rifle. He's running around town. Do this, yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, I always like scary German guy. I forgot to mention him. He's scary German German guy was really cool. I, really I I did absolutely like the way that everything the the way that all the creatures looked. Nick's Nick's remark when the creature came out was like that's a really awesome suit, and it absolutely was. Yeah, they, they yeah. All, right off the bat, I was like, wow. Yeah, the face is super sweet. Oh, you can yeah. put that on screen. I think today, and it was totally cool. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's, totally, it's totally it's <laughs> totally Stan the Winston. CGI, it's totally Stan Winston. It's a lot like with the with the turtles as well. Like mm-hmm. you can like the way that they could make these suits that would allow these characters to emote despite the fact sure. that you're maybe a foot from where your mouth actually is. <laughs> and you can't see out of the helmet. Yeah, yeah. And, and the fact that you can really like, you know, bring bring some kind of depth to how that creature functions is, is really good and interesting to me. But mm-hmm. um, it, it's, it is super, super breezy at, at 82 minutes. It just feels like it, it's... It, happens very very quickly it goes and, and and as i said i do kind of fault it for the fact that i feel like there's there's some steps missing in there but you know it was kind of weird i when when we watched i watched it with nick last night it was pretty late but before i had done that i went to go see the judge and the judge is two and a half hours long and then i went to a movie that was 82 minutes long and it, it, it was it made it feel even shorter interesting juxtaposition yeah it was very interesting but um no, and and a lot of these kids. Do you know if any of the kids have really done? Like, there's a few of them that have gone on. I think to, it, they they did some stuff while they were still kids, and I think yeah, that's about it. That I don't. Was, yeah, I don't know of anybody. I think Tom Noonan's probably the biggest. Yeah, and John Grease. But, John Grease. But, John, yeah. Also, I want to say the the little. I will say with for an hour and twenty two minutes, they do. There's really an effort I think made to try and add some depth to a lot of the characters that otherwise would just be forgotten. Like. The, the Frankenstein stuff, I think, like makes you actually give, give a crap about Frankenstein. Yeah. And the little bits with John Grease at, when he's in his human form mm-hmm. are actually pretty pretty rough. Like, there's Dude, moments yeah. in there. Well, even he gets shot to death. Absolutely. Like, when, when, and then, then... He goes, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was... That was... Like, I, I don't know. I did think... I thought when he's in the phone booth and he's like, he's gonna kill your son and he's like, oh, yeah. God. I, I thought know. the ending was really stupid. Like, the actual oh. ending... Like, the army shows up <laughs> and then the kids are like, woo! <laughs> Where, where's all the monsters? I know. So, and then the army just walks away. They're like, okay, guys... Back to base. Just <laughs> kidding. Like I was like, what? I always liked that because I thought it was so. It's so silly that this kid writes a writes a little note. No, like a little kid would do that. Like, dear army, the monsters are coming. Sends it to them somehow, yeah, and then they, they, they to respond them. to it like it's yeah. serious. I don't you know, know, that's that's I, I, I need I need Tim here to just lay it on the line and say, Nick, just stop taking it so seriously. <laughs> <laughs> he just needs to lay it on and go, Nick, chill. Yeah, I always that was at that. really fun. I mean, it's really stupid, but it, it, I think it works in context of how silly the movie is. Uh, I, I guess I never, no one had ever prepped me for this movie by saying, like, it's 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 kind of a farce in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Yeah, yeah, it is. Because people, for just for years of being like, oh, that's a really good movie. And so I expected, like, a good movie. And it's not a good movie. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of a fun, goofy movie. Yeah. And I guess maybe if I had been more in that mindset... Uh, I might I may have squeezed some more uh, some more enjoyment out of it. And you might watch it again at some point in your life. And yeah, go, wow, I probably need to have fun. a beer and like be more awake and not just have gotten done with like a fifteen hour work day. And I'd have have like more people around. Yeah, and yeah. Just mm-hmm. have fun with it instead of you also equally exhausted <laughs> yeah. and us watching it on my laptop because <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't play on any yeah. other device. That was really yeah. yeah that was that was not an ideal viewing experience. Yeah. But he made another movie called um, Night of the Creeps, which is really fun. It's it's very I've similar. Heard, I've heard a lot about that one too. Very similar. It's 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 kind of it, it borrows from a lot of different um, 
science fiction and, and horror genres. Okay. But basically, all of them. And it throws them all in a blender and kind of hits, like, blend. That's awesome. And uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's very tongue-in-cheek. It's, I, but if you have any... If you like this one at all, I think that Night of the Creeps would be another one to check out. All right. Just as a heads up. Uh, do we have anything particularly spoilery that we want to say? Um... Spoilers if you don't want to hear anything, although we've spoiled a few things. Yeah, a few things. I don't know. It's not really a movie that you have to worry that much about no, it. It's yeah. just fun. Again, because then you're taking um, it too seriously. I was I was always a little bit bummed that uh, I was a big Mummy fan as yeah. a kid. And there's Mummy only so much you can... Pwned. He kind of yeah. gets pwned a little bit, yeah. I like the moment with him in the closet. Yeah, but he's like, he's like, oh! You know, like, it's, it's back there, like, reaching out for the kid. The kid looks just horrified. That scene was funny. Like uh, the werewolf getting thrown out the window and blown to pieces is hilarious. And then he reassembles himself. I actually started laughing like really hard and rewound it. And it's pretty uh, amazing. That was so funny. I did not expect that at all. I was it's like, so that was good. really over the top. I yeah. wish he had just stayed blown up because that, that was just the end of the werewolf. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> oh, we put dynamite in his crotch and he just exploded. Like, <laughs> it's funny because like that that dad's such a hard boiled cop, and it just it feels like such a fitting way to kill. Him oh my him. god, his dad yeah. and the black dude are the best. They're amazing. The, the, the black partner, I did want to bring him up. He's is hilarious. So funny. Yeah. I feel really bad that we're calling him the black partner, but <laughs> he's really, really good. I'm a every, really good cop. Every, yeah. I'm a really good detective. Yeah. He's really funny. Just both of them even playing with the situation, just like, oh, there's a well, there's a wolf man down at the station. There's a mummy missing. Like what what is going on? Like it's it's really interesting to see them. Well, they start messing uh, with the security guard at the museum. Yeah. And and he's there's a line that he says he goes, he goes, Did you take it? Oh man, I thought that was it. Like, like, like <laughs> thought I almost cracked yeah, the case. Like, I thought I solved it. Yeah, it's so yeah. that, that guy's great. He knows what kind of movies in for sure. He yeah. just has a good time with it. This um, would be a great movie to watch with like a good MST3K crowd. Like, because yeah. we had a couple moments yesterday where that were pretty funny while we were yeah. watching it. Some good little jokes and observations, and I'm sure that it would be it would be a fun one to gather around with a couple guys and have a few beers and poke some fun at. It'd be a really good, I think, like midnight movie at the main art too. I think people Which would come with it and laugh. Next and, week, apparently, is it? Okay, or, yeah, it is. Next week, yeah. yeah. Is it next week? Yeah. A week I'll be from gone. today. Sad face. Um, but yeah, it would be. I think that'd be fun in that kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I always like this one. It's. Um, I wonder if if some of the cuts, like if if there was stuff that was shot that was cut from the movie, or if it was always that if breezy. the script was yeah. that breezy. I'm almost curious to. I, you don't. I don't notice anything specific missing. It doesn't feel like there's. It doesn't feel like uh, like Amazing Spider-Man where you know there's subplot. Like there's some, yeah. stuff that kind of disappears or whatever. But it. I almost wonder if there was stuff in there that you know. I think that would make sense. Maybe because, added stuff with John Grease or. Yeah. Uh, there was actually one scene in this that had no bearing on the movie whatsoever. Do you remember what it was? Because I said something right after. I said, well, you could have pulled that scene out and gotten this movie down to 78 minutes. I think that was actually when the mummy was in the closet. You had said that. It's a funny moment, but you were like, oh, that could have been on the cutting room floor. <laughs> I don't remember if that was it. I thought it was even less... Less consequential. Yeah. yeah. I, there was some scene that straight up meant nothing. Oh, maybe it was the mummy one because it makes no sense at all. No, it doesn't. Like, yeah. just in this kid's closet yeah. and then he dives out the window. And you're like, <laughs> I, like how, I like how he bails, though. Like, <laughs> how did he get out the window? Wow. It's like open this far. Like, he's like, and, and when? Like, they're yeah. just both standing in the yeah. room and then the kid literally turns around and he's gone. I was like, yeah. wouldn't you see? It would have been a funny shot in the background of the door opening and the mummy just walking out. Yeah. I don't I, remember. I like all the stuff, too, with, uh, <clears> with the sister 
the hot sister, like, yeah. like you know, Frankenstein accidentally taking a picture of her, and they're all, like, trying to grab it. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, at the end, when he's like, he's like, you're a virgin, right? And she's like, it doesn't count. Like, the, you know, like, yeah. just with Steve or whatever. I That part always cracks me up, too, because I'm like, that's totally a reaction that, like, she would like that character would have to it. Like yeah. she's the one that would believe it didn't count because it was Steve or whoever. You know. <laughs> it's, it's, funny. it's so funny. <clears throat> but Rudy, Rudy's the coolest dude on the block. I'm just saying, it's the best. That's fair. That's fair. And Fat Kid, we didn't talk about Fat Kid. Horace, <laughs> fat kid, Horace. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I've seen that GIF of him cocking the shotgun like a thousand times with no idea what it was from. <laughs> and as soon as that moment happened, I was like. <gasps> <laughs> I made a gesture. I was like, "No, that yeah. was a pretty he's a cool character. Yeah. He's kind of like a hero for any kid who ever felt kind of beat around by bullies or something." Because he yeah. totally turns it around, kicks that kid from Wonder Years' ass. That's true. You guys, remember him from Wonder Years? I no, we I remember both, him from something. We both were like the 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 bully was the older brother on Wonder Years. Okay, yeah. I never watched Wonder Years. It, apparently, he's in Back to the Future as well, but really? I can't place his face. He's there. in Pee Wee's Big Adventure too. He's, he's the little that's, actor. That's that that's got to be it fit. then. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Well, I think we can recommend it under, you know, like the circumstances that you don't maybe take it too seriously. And yeah. That, uh, yeah. I think it's a fun Halloween movie. Yeah. I think it'd be, a, it's like a good, like, you're getting together with some friends for Halloween and you want to sit down and watch a movie for whatever reason. I think it's a fun one to throw on. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So. Totally. Yeah. Alright, I think that brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, as always, feedback at MidwestFilmNerds.com. Write us some uh, feedback. Let us know what you think of the show or the things that we talk about. Let us know what you think about uh, uh, the DC lineup or, or Robert Downey Jr. maybe joining Captain America 3. We'd like to hear your thoughts. Follow us on Facebook, uh, Midwest Film Nerds Podcast, or Twitter and Instagram, which is at MFN Podcast. All of our previous episodes are now available on iTunes, as I said, but you can also find them with full show notes on MidwestFilmNerds.com. Uh, <clears throat> 248-7335-MFN, which is 248-7335-636. Send a, you know, what is it? Call us and leave us a voicemail. Yeah. That's what it is. It's a phone call. That's what you do with those things. Yep. Not a tweet. <laughs> Just a phone call. Tweet us with your phone at the do the call. And uh, let us know. Post with the tweet. Make a tweet on the phone. You could maybe be on our hundredth episode if you want to give us a call. Uh, try and keep it short. Keep it under like a minute. Probably even shorter than that. We should have your phone sitting on the table during episode one hundred and just and have people anybody. call in while we're there. Ooh, that's a pretty interesting. Like thing. that well, would be fun. Well, not leave it on the table, but let's have somebody uh, screening just like a radio show. That'd be and they'll take calls and get them queued up and then some, some call screening. I, I think we should do that every week because I never listen to the radio ever unless I'm in like a, a rented vehicle, like a U-Haul or something. And I was listening to one the other day, and I was like, "This is actually really awesome." Like the, that level of interaction is kind of fun. Yeah, they do that on a few <laughs> different podcasts that I listen to. But it's, the problem is like uh, timing, like what time we're recording. timing, and then on top of that, like we move it around. We move around when we're doing. Yeah, it like so you, often. it's probably like three thirty or four in the morning wherever you are. Right yeah, now, we so. don't like we don't know who exactly is going to be able to call in. But then on top of that, like getting good sound as well would be iffy. I could do it off of Skype and use call recorder, I suppose. But I don't know. Something this to think is, about. This is behind the scenes. Write stuff. write in and let us know if you let us know if you would call like into the show interaction uh, if if you had the opportunity. But, uh... Um, I also wanted to say something real quick. I wanted to start a new tradition on the show. I realized that every time we record, I have a different beverage, basically. Like, every time, almost. <laughs> so, I'm just going to say what beverage I'm drinking every right. episode. Today is the Arizona RX Energy Herbal Tonic. 
It's delicious. You it should try good. some. Makes you feel good. Doesn't uh, doesn't give you the energy drain like an energy drink. Try it. I'll have a new one next week for you. <laughs> this Probably. episode is brought to you by Arizona RX Energy. That's what I'm saying. We're just gonna do. We're just gonna do this every week until one <laughs> of them's like, "Hey, like I like we have that." Sponsors, then maybe we'll get. Some. Yeah, you know, and I so. always eat something in my car on the way here that's different. <laughs> so tell <laughs> us what you're eating. Shout right? out to uh, Dole Bananas. Good work. Right. Ah, nice, nice. Beautiful. You know, and I all no, I don't do anything. You always wear the same two hoodies. Uh, so this time, <laughs> this time it's Ben Folds. Today five. it's Ben Folds Five. Next week it'll be the Midwest Film Nights podcast hoodie, and then uh, it's actually that one every that. week. I just yeah. want, this is the first time. You've no, changed. it's it's we're now really getting into hoodie weather. So now I'll have the rotation. A variety, of glorious hoodie weather. Yeah. So. And see, this is the type of scintillating one-on-one interaction you can expect if you call into the show. That's true. We're very That's good true. conversationalists. Obviously, if you are still listening to the show. I'm only a good conversationalist when it's being recorded <laughs> That's for absolutely podcast. true. Yeah. That's the only time that it actually happens. But We'll talk to you about beverages. There you go. Maybe or we should... Never mind. I'm not going to say that on there. But... Uh, see, there's those legendary conversation skills. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... I... The, no, no, next. <laughs> Again. Mr. John, thank you for playing Destiny all day and not showing up, but also for the artwork and music for this episode. Um, (laughs) I think that's everything, probably. Next week, we're going to review John Wick. Yeah, I don't think I'll be here. Oh, that's great. That's disgusting. I'll miss you all, Midwest Film Nudes. That's horrible. I am going to be in uh, Minnesota for the Big Buck Hunter World Tournament. No, you'll be here for this one. Uh, I don't think so. Well, for the recording, right. but not the viewing, maybe. Well, I'm leaving Wednesday, Okay. and I won't get back until Sunday. So my <laughs> I odds... I think you can pull it off. My odds of seeing... Depending on when your work's good. Anyway, we don't need to talk I'm about sorry. any of this on air. Yeah, I won't, not, if not I'm not here, call. I'll miss you. Well, yeah. you should be there, because this movie's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's just Keanu Reeves killing people for two hours. Episode 99, John Wick. <laughs> I know, what the hell? <laughs> These last like few episodes have been really like... We were really, really, really close to having episode 100 being Interstellar. That's and true. it technically could be if we really, really wanted it to be, but I don't... That's, <clears throat> I look, I'm sure it's going to be great, but we need to do something truly special for episode 100. Well, instead, it's going to be uh, what comes out on the 31st. I'm hoping that we get Birdman at some point. Yeah, I wish I wish that Birdman was around, but... Birdman. Birdman. Harvey Birdman. I mean, maybe episode 100, we don't even have to do a review. Maybe we can... That's, that's what I was out. thinking, and that's why it was kind of... call in on that. Good. I think we should count down our top 10 movies of all time, each of us. What? We should start working on it now. Woo! That's tricky. Nightcrawler comes out. Oh, that, hell yeah. And I want to see Nightcrawler really bad, but I'd also be way okay with not doing a review for the 100th episode, so... Yes. <laughs> Thanks for your input, Nate. <laughs> All right, we've been talking too long. Yeah. Kyle X Y, go watch a movie.